Neil, welcome. Yeah. Here we are, guys. This is second the second time in a week. This is the second time in a week. Oh my gosh. It's more action than we get at home. It shows it that shows <laughs> that we just when we decide to do a podcast, we just do one. Whenever the hell we feel like it. Yeah. yeah this is Edward Marlowe, and I'm in studio with Neil Bradley here in Murray, Kentucky for the For Those Who Inquired podcast. Yeah. And we appreciate your time. Yeah, we uh we actually were lucky enough to have a special guest with Shane. Us. Shane Nichols, former Murray State basketball coach in the room with us. And current Radford men's basketball assistant. Yeah, we're actually really excited to talk with him. You surprised me. I thought this was a phone interview, and then this dude shows up. It's like, who's who's coming? You have a guest. You would Ed's think. not a guest. Send Ed in. You would think. Oh, it is a guest. I, I'm good at communication for the most part. You, I thought you I had sucked properly. On this I did. I, I thought I had properly communicated that Shane yeah. was actually going to be in studio with us. I was a couple of minutes late, actually. My cat had thrown up on our very expensive couch. And your wife wasn't home? Oh, no, she she was. and she well, woke Why me, didn't she clean it up then? She woke me up to clean it up because it's not her cat. Oh, it's not her cat. It's not. No, she's not a cat person. She's a... Oh, she's my a, gosh. She, I like her even more. I know, right? Immediately. She's a sweet, sweet lady. Bang. She's right a there. terrific dishwasher. Of course. I say these things... She's she actually is a really good dishwasher. I'm not trying to be like misogynistic or hateful. It's terrible. But, but right? you do know if you ever run for office, I'm going to these clips will be used against you <laughs> in a court of law. Yeah, when you're of course running for the socialist party nomination for That's, whatever. <laughs> Socialists aren't real. Well, it's the same thing. Oh, terrible, terrible, Neil. <laughs> they're not real. They're not real. <laughs> they're not real. No. What's wrong with you? They're, of course they're real. My gosh, they're. I'm more. They're of a, not real. I'm more of a centrist, anyways. As a matter of fact, earlier Google this, Socialist Party of America. There well, actually is one, Ed. Well, I'm not a member of the Socialist oh, okay. Party. Okay, all right. I'm actually a registered independent who believes in centrism. Okay. Um, I I would say that I probably have some social ideals, but I also have some conservative ideals as well. All I right. wish we would just get married in the middle, but that's not going to happen anytime just soon. Get along. Yeah, we just can't get along. Look, if the if the if the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles can make a trade in the first round with each other, which they did on Thursday night, Neil, then we can get along as Americans. If but, two NFC East hated rivals can help each franchise out with a first round trade, which did happen on Thursday night in the NFL draft, then was we, that last night? Yeah, that was last night. Wow. That we can agree as Americans politically in some form or fashion. We can find a middle ground. If the Eagles and the Cowboys can do it, you and I can do it too. So is Danny White still the quarterback of Dallas? Has it been that long? I, I don't know. <laughs> I was just asking, so no. he's probably not. Romo's retired. It's Dak Prescott. Oh. Is now the quarterback. I've heard of him. He used to play at like... Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Played in Mississippi State. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 50 50. I, I knew I was going to get it. Right you, were, there. you were one for two. I was in right the ballpark. There. So we have slightly digressed. There is some other news other than <laughs> Shane. <laughs> we don't want to bore Shane too terribly much with this. This is big news, though. This is big news. Um, we're, we're talking about women's athletics, Murray State women's basketball. Rochelle Turner and her staff uh, have officially announced that former Louisville Butler girls basketball coach and former. Murray Lady Tigers girls basketball coach Wyatt Faust is on board as the director of basketball operations. Amazing. And uh, every you take a look at his record uh, at Murray and at Butler, 
amazing. He wins everywhere he goes uh, and brings, I think, a great deal of leadership. Uh, I, I think that's a tremendous hire. Yeah, absolutely. You take a look at just the last two years for, for Louisville Butler. They, they He lost a bullet east. Uh, which made the you know made the in the, in the sixth region you know in the sixth region championship. Mm-hmm. I believe this past season they went I want to say right off the top of my head thirteen and three. Yeah, and lost. Didn't have the, a lot of games because didn't of have the a lot COVID of games thing. exactly, and and lost in the sixth region championship to Bullet East. The year before that, won twenty four twenty five games, lost to the Bullet East in the in the sixth region championship at Murray. Back to back championships as Rochelle Turner took over at Murray State University. So obviously this is not only a kindred relationship that exists but this is a previous relationship that exists uh and we've just talked about the last four years of Wyatt Faust he has a lot of basketball experience in Owensboro um obviously a lot of time with Kentucky Premier uh really close close relationship with Chris Souter formerly of Mercer County uh I think they won a few championships there that went Uh, back to back yeah absolutely few notes from the release actually uh Uh, as they officially announced it this Friday morning uh, from Rochelle Turner, quote, we are excited to welcome Coach Faust to the Murray State family. Our players are going to benefit immensely from his enthusiasm, love of the game, and basketball knowledge. He is a rising star in coaching and will be a great mentor to our players in this role. He's a perfect fit for our culture, and we look forward to him making a huge impact in our program. So, and for several of those players, he doesn't need an introduction. No, I, they know it. I'm really glad you brought that up. Obviously, there's there's already a unique relationship with Lex, Alexis, and and Macy Turley. Uh, he knows Case and Connor. Bur- I've had Burpo. Uh, and, and Burpo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Settle. He is, I've talked to him numerous times for different interviews when facing those teams. Uh, he's always been a, a high supporter of, of, of Charlie Settle, high supporter of, of Case and Connor, giving them due credit whenever he's faced them as opponents uh but obviously he knows that core trio of murray lady tigers as well knows amber guffey you know knows monica so these are you know this was a relationship build uh crazy thing too and the cool thing that i i, I kind of like about the whole situation uh i i believe wyatt if i'm not mistaken and i may be wrong on this but i'm gonna go out on a short limb here and say that wyatt has women's basketball coaching aspirations mm-hmm. at the collegiate level um where does that lead to and this could help him yeah and th- this could this uh, dobo is absolutely something you want in your yeah. resume as as a builder sure. uh, of relationships uh, and things like that and here at murray state I, as a mid-major he'll have an opportunity i think i mean you can't really i don't really know if he gets into the all of the nuances of coaching but it certainly doesn't He'll be right next to the program at all times, traveling. And 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 his brother's still there. I'm glad you brought that up. That's exactly right. Tom Faust, uh, current coach of the Murray Lady Tigers, certainly had a really, really nice backcourt this past year in Mackenzie Turley and Angela Gearhart. Uh, Got some really nice pieces coming back, moving ahead. Uh, I really like the post play that we saw this past year uh, out of that team and obviously uh, two or three other special young ladies that that are certainly going to just get better uh, with time uh, with Tom Faust. So definitely a cool relationship there. Good to have brother and you know brothers back together in the same city uh, that know each other really well. And I'm, I'm sure they've known they've known for a while this was coming. They'd love to have have break have broken it, breaking it, broke it make the word up there he would have loved to have told a lot of people uh, i think they would have loved to have gotten that out quicker but protocol 
being politically correct. You got to yeah. take the right pro, you know, the right channels, and and Murray State's now released it. So now Wyatt gets to come back. He'll have a busy summer with this team, a team that has a lot of returning pieces and a lot of expectation, uh, and is really, really excited, you know, to just keep building uh, what they think can be a championship program here in the next two to three years, maybe sooner. Yeah, could be, could be. I'm, I'm really excited for uh, what's returning, but also the recruiting classes. I'm telling you, yeah, uh, it, it's it's tremendous. Well, it'll it's be fun. Something that Wyatt's going to be able to do. I don't think Dobo can officially recruit. I may be wrong on that, and I, I'd like I want some clarity at some point moving forward as to the job description of what that does. Because Ashley Southern had that prior uh, before, you know, uh, her family making a big move uh, down south. But I may want to do te- the games for both teams next year. Yeah, I may look into that. Yeah, Wyatt. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Just call Jeremy Rose. Hey, no. Jeremy, I got to. I got. Listen, we're going to need to get you. I, no, jokes aside, why uh, you know why why it's got some connections. Obviously, he does. You know, he knows he knows the state of Kentucky really well. Uh, I, I would have to think he probably knows a little bit about decent amount about you know what Indiana brings. And you can win with Kentucky players. How do I know that? Look at the teams that are winning in the OVC. You absolutely can win. Belmont, with Kentucky. Kentucky players. Tennessee Tech, Kentucky players. Murray State, Kentucky players. That's not all they have. But I'm saying you can get some really tremendous talent in this you can state. get key pieces for your team in the bluegrass yeah um and look no further than this year's tournament my goodness i mean, rochelle just offered pikeville's point guard in trinity row who had an outstanding game against marshall county mm. so mm, okay. and and that's and, you know in case and connor you know that's obviously what a blossoming talent she's become just in the last two or three months you absolutely can get talent for women's basketball inside the state of Kentucky, and I think that's an that's an ultimate blessing for the OVC. It fits the footprint, and uh, look at what Belmont just did. Uh, I know Destiny Wells isn't from Kentucky; she became the star, but Belmont getting that huge win in the NCAA tournament yeah. um, was absolutely just pivotal for the OVC and for Belmont I agree. altogether. So, and just as promised, here we are in studio with Neil Bradley, voice of the Murray State Racers, per usual, our weekly visit. I love it, Neil. And uh, with us, uh, outgoing Murray State men's basketball assistant and incoming Radford men's basketball assistant, Shane Nichols. Man, how's it going? Uh, good, man. Good. I just got back in town. You know, uh, gotta start packing you know, all the fun stuff that everybody loves to do. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here with you guys. It's um, yeah, obviously I'm sure it was tough to pack. I mean, you've been here five and a half, six years now, yeah. six years. Uh, no, Matt McMahon, his staff. You're the second assistant to leave the staff. This is just not something that happens too terribly frequently. It's been a really tight family. Um, before we get into any other major details, let's walk us through the immediacy and the recency uh, of this situation at Radford. You obviously have been dug deep in the recruiting process for Murray State men's basketball just within the last, you know, two months, three months. You know, as the season started to dwindle down and and you transition in, what was um, what was the moment when you realized, wow, I'm these folders for Murray State, I've got to put those to the side and. And Radford, are, are these, this is my new assignment. Um, well, I always knew uh, ever since my brother got to Florida that if Mike Jones ever left, um, he, he would have that job. Um, and so, you know, it's crazy. Uh, he had interviewed he had interviewed at UMBC a week before and turned it down. 
you know, Mike Jones, <laughs> it's funny, he, he had turned a bunch down over the years. Yeah. You know, so I'm sitting here looking like, oh, he's going to turn it down. And Greensboro came open. You know, you heard his name. Oh, he's going to turn that down too, you know. Uh. Um, you know, so we wasn't really um, thinking about, you know, if it would happen, you know, because he's turned a, a bunch of jobs down yeah. over the years. Um, and then I think it was – I think he announced that he was leaving Monday, uh, maybe two weeks ago, Monday, um, Monday night, that he was going to get the Greensboro job. And my brother, my brother texted me and said, uh, I think it's happening. And so um, Rafford flew down Tuesday, uh, <laughs> the day after. And, uh, well, they didn't waste any time. No. Um, and, uh, you know, talked to my brother. Um, you know, laid out the plan uh, and offered him the job late Tuesday night. And he he called me. He called me right away and said, hey, I took the job. Um, let's go home. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, uh, well, he didn't waste any time either. <laughs> no, no, we talked. We talked. You know, it wasn't an easy decision for me. Um, you know, everything had to work out, um, you know, financially and, 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 and everything else. Um, to make the move um, and uh, he said oh by the way the press conference is tomorrow Wednesday <laughs> he was thinking it was going to be wow. you know, Thursday, Friday a couple days right? some time. his wife was panicked she was like I don't have anything red um, we're leaving <laughs> we're leaving early well yeah because Radford you're the Highlanders you gotta have red right and so um, love that name by the way so he Tuesday night Accepted the job. Was gonna leave Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. on the uh, jet. I didn't know everybody had private jets these days, but um, <laughs> and then uh, press conference at 2 p.m. And so wow, I'm like less well, than 24 hours. Yeah, I said I I can't I can't make that press conference because you know I need to go through the proper channels. I have to talk to Coach McMahon. I have to talk to the players. You know, talk to um, Kevin Saul. All those people. So I could I didn't go, I didn't go to the press conference, but um, you know, it was it was uh, it was a strange uh, you know few uh, few days there. Well, what a quick turnaround! I mean, I mean, you could have just been like the rest of us and just watched the press conference on on Zoom or YouTube. <laughs> that seems to be what's been the case over the last couple of years. But you know, jokes aside, obviously you had to you wanted to be with your brother, but that's such a quick turnaround. No question. Yeah, and you have to let your team know. I know we talk about the other assistant that's left Matt's staff over the last few years, and James Kane. I know that James wanted to let the team know before that news got out, so he did. So it's th- there's a protocol to that. Right. You can. You're not trying to big-time anybody right, in that right. situation. No you want to do the right thing, uh, especially to a bunch of guys that, I mean, you just spent a hell of a lot of time recruiting over the last few, not just few days, but even some of the other guys in the locker room, right. years of mm-hmm. relationships with. Yeah, you're not going to Petrino them and just put a note on the door. Hey, I'm out. <laughs> Bobby, yeah, I mean, for those for those who inquired, Bobby Petrino, um, you know, left the Atlanta Falcons behind that way, left uh, Louisville behind that way, then Arkansas to go back to Louisville. I'll see. So, you know, we uh, now that's a rarity though. Yeah, that, a rarity. that actually rarely happens in the coaching profession. Yeah, absolutely. Whether they're good guys or not. How uh, how did that process go um, when you're talking with the team? You know, obviously, you had some tight connections not only with the whole team but not only with this recruiting class but some of the guys on the squad and of course the coaching staff how does that 
how does that exchange occur? It was hard um, for me just because, you know, you you spend so much time with these guys. You build relationships, you know, that hopefully will last a lifetime. Um, and, you know, for me, you know, I like to live in the gym with them. And so, you know, that's where you create your your strongest bonds with the guys that you work out and, um, you know, really spend the most time with. And so, you know, it was hard standing up in front of the team and telling them that I was leaving. Um, yeah. You know, you could see their faces and, you know, it, it just, it's always, that's the hardest part, you know, is whenever you have to leave and have to tell those guys, you know, especially because you've, you've grown so close to them. Um, and I was talking to a coaching friend of mine and I said, I said, you know, a couple of them didn't take it well. And he said, well, that means you did a good job. That's good. You know, um, means you did the right way. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it was, it was hard. It was hard. Um, you know, it was definitely, uh, it's not fun to, to tell them, but I also said, you know, you, you guys have siblings and, and, you know, if your sibling says, Hey, um, I need you, you know, you're going to drop everything for them. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's that's what I did. Yeah, I, so, I mean, it would be easy to analyze this laterally and say, oh, well, Radford, Murray State, and argue about the basketball semantics of it all. Um, but I think that all completely goes out the window when your brother says, hey, let's go build a program together. Mm-hmm. Um, not to turn this into a video game, but that just sounds like a dynasty mode to me. <laughs> you know, like two guys with the controller, like, let's see what we can build. Right. Let's see what we can do. And right. we say all these things. It's not like Radford's a random program. It's a hometown for you. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about the city of Radford and just what you expect to experience? You know, after you scored, what, 1,800-something points for <laughs> Radford High School? Yes, what, sir. What, what are you expecting uh, when you go back home? Um, well, I was there last week, and... Just the reception um, that we got was amazing. Um, everybody excited. Uh, season ticket sales just skyrocketed. Wow. <laughs> um, See, that's good. You know, we're, well, we're going to be able to be in arenas, yeah. number one. But number yeah. two, the Nichols brothers are in town. Um, yeah. You know, it was, you know, our parents, our family, you know, everybody was just super excited. And so, you know, it, it makes you feel good that you, you know, um, you try to do things the right way growing up and, um, you know, throughout your career where people are excited to have you back. Um, you know, we, we, we talked about it all the time. If we would have stayed around um, Radford, if I would have went to Radford, um, I don't think I, don't think, um, I would have been excited, as excited to come back home. But being away from home for so many years, um, you know, my whole career, and then even before that, uh, probably about 15 years since I've, you know, you know, been been home. Right. You know, so um, that's that's a really, really special thing for us. Do you have a lot of family that's there? I mean, just basically all your family just a there. Ton. All right. All right. So. You know what? Um, so my mother, my mother is from there. My dad is from Georgetown, Kentucky. OK, really? And they met at Berea College. <clears throat> that's wild. Um, I had no idea. Yeah, so this is why we have podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So my dad's family is in Georgetown, Lexington, um, Paris. Love Georgetown. Those, it's beautiful. All those, all those places there. But my mom's side is all um, in the New River Valley, is what they call it. Right. That's nice. unreal. See, learn something new every it day. It is. What about uh, your stay at Murray State? Just as a lump, uh, has it helped you a lot? Uh, just the connections and experiences that you've had here. 
will that help you at Radford? Oh, for sure. You know, um, you know, especially coming in at a time where, um, you know, we basically had to start over, you know, with Cameron Payne's group, you know, all those seniors leaving. Um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like we had a lot to, you know, a lot to work with there. Um, so, you know, being able to try to rebuild, you know, I wouldn't say build, but rebuild, you know, the program and, uh, and get it back to where um, they've, they've been used to uh, is valuable. It's valuable. You know, along with being at Hofstra, when we had four players on the roster mid-April um, to, to rebuild that program, um, is valuable experience for, for me. And, and, you know, at Radford, it's not, it's not nearly, you know, we have eight guys that stayed. You know, when they're all, you know, contributors from last year. So it's not it's not like that. But um, just to be able to, you know, to come in and help my brother um, with the, I guess, rebuilding and, you know, the newness of, of a new staff coming in um, is, is valuable for me. Radford, correct me if I'm wrong. I know this is a racer podcast. Um, we talk a lot of things Western Kentucky, but Radford has uh, – believe most of its contribute uh contributors coming back but it, i believe a freshman guard transferred to the college of charleston yes that was yes. a leading score other than that right a c- couple graduations most everybody else in that in that middle 15 20 minute range right they're coming back expecting exactly. to fight exactly um how soon did you get on the recruiting trail uh for radford at what point did you jump in and be like well i've got i've got to get to work this is my new job now um Probably the day after. Uh, <laughs> it's probably yeah, the day yeah. after I, I told everybody. Um, you know, we we I'm not allowed to speak on it because he's not uh, assigned yet. But you know, we got a couple of guys that are ready to. Yeah, you couldn't waste time. Yeah. I mean, you had to get right right to work. I, I think that's that's kind of what I wanted to illuminate is that you know, as a recruiter, as an assistant coach the work doesn't stop no question they're literally, you're literally like even in the summer when things are all quiet you're busy um you know somebody's making honey in the beehive that's how that all works like you don't see it you don't see the bees buzzing around the bees are working right um talking about that beehive and i'm sure neil has a couple questions about this as well uh what was it like to work recruiting in the ohio valley conference especially for murray state men's basketball in which you do land some big time talent John Morant speaks for himself. Other guys that all wrapped around all of that, but other guys that also were contributors. What was it like to try and 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 work for 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 those points, rebounds, culture, assists, anything that you needed for this team uh, throughout the last six years? Um, it, it's been fun, you know. Um, we definitely, you know, it's it's not it's not just hey, get the best players you can get and figure right. it out. Like you know. That may work for some people. Um, it doesn't always work out the way you think it is. Think it will. Um, so you got to try to piece a roster together, where you know personalities, um, you know strengths, weaknesses of different players kind of mesh together. Um, like, for instance, you know, you talk about Ja. You talk about that class with Ja, uh, Shaq, um, Tevin, Tevin. But, you know, we also brought in Anthony Smith, who was a culture changer, you know, as far as the hard work and, and, and leadership, you know, and, and you know, kind of, you know, our toughness guy, you know, so that that is, you know, 
I wouldn't say as valuable as job, but that is a big reason too. You know, as far as success, you need guys like him. Every coach tells me that, and it's kind of the unsung guy, because fans will look at. I'm guilty of it too. You look at only the stats. And you don't realize the impact those players have, especially in practice and workouts. If someone wants to drop off a little bit, he gives them the, the push they need right. to get it to the level that it needs to be, don't Right. It? No question. Yeah, no that's question. that's un- unbelievable. I do have the one jaw question. I have to realize it took me to the sophomore year. James Kane, uh, when I'm talking to him, he talks about, you know, oh, yeah, this kid's going to be a pro. It's like, all, all right, right, all right. I'll be honest. We'll I, was in, I was in on it early. We'll see. Whatever. I believed it. When did you I'll, know? I'll, when did you know it's like – Okay, he's going to be a pro. Because it took me until early in his sophomore season to go, you know, I think James might might be onto something on this guy. Um, I would say probably after the summer of his, you know, going into his sophomore year. Um, you know, it's crazy. So we were like, we were thinking, man, we got to get him into a Nike camp or, you know, one of those point guard camps or something so oh. we can – that went well. So he could show, uh, show, showcase, and I knew a guy who was who was uh, involved with the CP3 camp, mm-hmm. and I hit him up all summer. I was like, "Hey, you need to get John Moran in there. You need to get John Moran in." He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you." You know, he wasn't really sold mm-hmm. at first. He wasn't sold on twelve, six, and six. <laughs> it, I mean, you know, you got you got some of the best point guards in the country best you're, guards in the country you're right at the time that's, they didn't think he was that's true that's fair and so um you know i hit him up one last time i was like hey man you gotta get him to camp he said we, we got it we got it full but i made me able to move somebody and he did and Jai got in the camp and you know, he, and who's the guy that got moved? He, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> oh. I have no idea. Oh. I, I didn't. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Maybe you don't want to know that one. Um, you know, he. Uh, you know, he did his thing there. He did his thing there, and uh, you know, we had a lot of good feedback from from uh, agents and scouts and you know things like that. But um, you know, he. I think he brought a lot of. Co- he took a lot of confidence. You know, playing against some of the best guys in the country, he took a lot of confidence from it. And, and ran with it. The video of him catching the lob from the left corner to the top of the square and throwing it down. I knew then. I actually, I do want to say this. I thought he had a professional, I want to lay this out there. I thought he had professional possibility. Honestly, the Middle Tennessee State game. And it was, I was underneath the basket and was lucky enough to have a seat, pretty decent seat there. And he had, it was stark. That was a loss, unfortunate loss. Great, great Middle Tennessee team, Kermit Davis and those guys. Um, great team, and Stark had a 15-foot jumper in the lane early that he missed, and Ja did not hesitate on an offensive rebound put back over Middle's post player. I don't remember who it was. I don't think it was King. Was it King? It was a King on that Nick team. King. Nick King. Yeah, I can't remember. It wasn't on King, but it was over somebody. And I remember thinking, that probably wasn't your job to do that, you know, as a 6'2", 6'3", right. freshman point guard. But you went and did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And the athleticism in that play, I'd have to go back and rewatch it sometimes because I'm just like, he's doing that now at the NBA. It's right. now against the best in the world. And so I didn't necessarily think he was going to be a number two draft pick in that moment. But I was like, wow, you, this man, this young man has the intangibles uh, of doing silly, silly things on a basketball court. No and, of course, his freshman year, uh, and well, his sophomore year, obviously, was statistically 
incredible, but his freshman year, you just don't put up 12, 6, and 6. Right. I'm not taking anything away from Terry Taylor. I thought Terry Taylor was obviously an OVC freshman of the year candidate, and uh, I've, well, I've had a lot of friends tell me that'll be one of the greatest, one of the greatest trivia questions of all time yeah. is who won 2017 18 freshman of the year it was not john morant it was terry taylor of austin p really looking forward to where his professional career goes but uh uh it's crazy to think that 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 voting process came down to one player two players and those were the two guys and and ja didn't get it you know even though putting up a statistically you know special year himself you know what i mean they were nine guys in 30 years that had done i think the guy that kept him from getting it was jonathan stark that's fair (laughs) hey look jonathan take jonathan stark off the team john has to do more things and his numbers might have uh, done that but that isn't a negative i'm just not at all (laughs) that kept that from happening but i'm going to take the end result uh i like what happened with that team that was gosh that was fun yeah go back to that championship i think for me i knew that murray state was about to win the OVC championship that year, bring the trophy back to Murray when I want to say Stark hit a three and then you were calling it, but I, I was on press row as well, when Miller hit the three mm-hmm. at the left elbow mm-hmm. and put the put the racers up, I think, nine or, or maybe tw- nine or 12 with about six and a half to play. Uh, and then there was the steal and the no-look pass from Miller to Sanctious. And I was like, that's it. That's game. When Sanctious dunked it, I said, I, I don't well, I still remember. Yeah. I'm, you, in on, my mind's like, on press row, I said, holy shit. Eat some clock. I was like, that's it. And they were, nah, we're not eating Transition. Clock. We're not eating anything. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to cram the rim. And to sit there as a coach, just think of all the great moments. Uh, and hopefully you're going to go to Radford and see a bunch. It's like, man, I, I had some great ones at Murray State. You're going to get some great ones here. You get a battle winter. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're going to, you're going to do that. Well, you know what? Um, Winthrop's head coach, Mark Prosser, is a really good friend of mine. We worked together when I was at Wofford. Wow, that's so, awesome. So he, called, he called and, uh, <laughs> you know, congratulated us. And I said, uh, he said, is it going to be weird when we're playing each other? Are you going to act all weird? And I said, <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, yeah, every time we score, I'm going to look at your bench. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. You were, Neil, you had a question, but I'm glad you dovetailed into that. I, you were talking about the memories. like Yeah, just just all, all, all of those. But, I mean, uh, and it's not just the the John Moran. You were here for some, for some just unbelievable years. Is there any that just stick out? Uh, in your mind is uh, this is just an unbelievable time because I have games I have to admit that I'm I'm not you know just like what am I why am I doing this you know we're, we're beating someone by 47 points or something and you sure. know, or yeah, just or the other just, way around or the, uh, you know, we don't usually but you know just having uh, then you have the games like ah this is this is yeah. this is what I signed up for this is fun uh, share some of the some of your favorite memories while you were here. Um, well, I mean, every, everybody's got to say, you know, the win at, uh, versus Marquette. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I had not been to the tournament, but never won a game uh, in my career. So that was – and the way we won it. You know, oh, was, yeah. Was, was, was special, man. Like Convincing. It, it, it seemed like they just, they just, you know, gave up. Well, <laughs> and it's like, you're going to double team him? That's not going to go well. Uh-huh. Did you think? Did you see the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing like that's you, you can't you can't do it with it. If you go back 
if you go back, uh, everybody laughs on the staff. If you go back and watch the pass from Darnell, the job, the dunk. Yeah. I'm like walking down the bench and they're like, it looks like you're just trying to leave the game. <laughs> I thought it was over then. <laughs> I thought the game's over right now. But uh, you can see I'm it felt like down, it. Walking down the bench, um, you know, but uh, yeah, that one, that one's up there. Um, you know, probably the first championship game, um, you know, versus Belmont is definitely up there. Um, just because, you know, to try to build it, build it, build it, and then, you know, finally, finally get it done, um, you know, was just gratif- so gratifying um, for us. So that was probably, that was probably the most special um, for, for me. It was I know 16, and I'm not trying to bring up tough wounds or anything, 16, 17, a lot of highs and lows in that season. Right. Some awesome games, big win against Illinois State, big conference wins, then some tough losses. No uh, and then you get to the tournament, you know, Stark plays well, Terrell plays well, guys, some guys play well, then you get to, you know, it's UT Martin and right. things get tough. And right. so, you know, I get it. I mean, you, you, you felt 16, 17 was a letdown mm-hmm. with two premier talents right. you know and, and some some senior leadership mm-hmm. and then you try to build around all of that and it you know it just didn't pan out to be an above 500 season right so right. i'm sure 17 18 felt incredible yeah it was great one other question i have um you had the ovc tournament at municipal auditorium with and when it was great and packed six thousand five thousand fans and then you go to the Ford Center in Evansville. It's got to be – it's like we moved to a different conference. Oh, it's the best. Isn't it? I mean, and to have it packed. It's someone's like, I, th- I think we're going to have 10,000 tomorrow night. It's like, we're not going to get 10,000 in here. And I was wrong. We got nearly 12,000 in there. So No question. But uh, but you were part of what made that happen, Shane. Uh, you know, we were happy with 7,000 in Nashville. And 7,000 would have been a bad crowd in Evansville at the Ford Center. And that, I mean, that place, it just takes on a whole different level of college basketball. It feels NCAA tournament-like when you're in that facility no and it's packed. No question. I mean, you know, for us, you know, to be, also being so close to where fans could come um, and watch, it was it was great. And, you know, and just just see, you know, all the the Navy and, and, and gold. Yeah. Um, you know, in the stands was, was amazing. You know, our guys felt like it was a home game. Yeah, sure, so it was it was really fun. It was really fun. That to me felt surreal. There are two games that felt surreal to me uh, in all of my time of covering Murray State men's basketball. And it's only been six seven years. The home game against Auburn uh-huh. is one of my favorite games of all time. And I was here for Murray State St. Mary. You remember that? Hey, God, what a, a game bit. that was! Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it was a big game there with uh, old Dickie V and Della Vadova and. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, man, what a game. Um, I was a, a fan in the stands at that time. But the Murray State-Auburn game during Josh's freshman year, Jared Harper burying those late yeah. two threes, that game was so back and forth. Stark with an incredible second half. Jaw with a great first half. Such a great game for me. That's an atmosphere I remember. And then the atmosphere in the OBC tournament. When I look to my right and Magic Johnson yeah. is there with Rob Polinka. On my right, uh-huh. literally right on my right, <laughs> I snapped a quick photo of that. And on my left, in the stands next to Robert Sarver, part owner of the Phoenix Suns, uh, with Larry Fitzgerald no from the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> when I look to my right and I see a Hall of Famer, and I look to my left and I see another soon-to-be Hall of Famer, right. 
uh, for a different sport, both watching the same guy that I'm watching, the same team that I'm watching for the same reasons. Those are the two moments for me, the two games that I feel like, wow, this is it. No this course. is where we are. And he helped make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why you're here. I, I, was, just, I, hey, I was just uh, watching the game, man. <laughs> Sitting there watching the game. You just put the clipboard down and walk on out. No question. No question. <laughs> we say these things and we act like guys like Josh, Shaq, Terrell, Tevin. You know, the list goes on and on. These guys didn't need to be coached. Um, what was your favorite part about coaching uh, in this respect and about building these guys? Because we talk about player development. You know, guys like Javion Eves, you know, went from, you know, being a, you know, uh, kind of a helper three and D type of guy to a premier starter for this mm-hmm. senior year. Same with Anthony Smith. What's it been like to just build and develop these types of players from raw basketball talent to consistent contributors and big time starters for this team? Um, that That's, that's the fun part is just to be able to, you know, as a coach, you're trying to help them reach their goals. Um, you're there for support. You're there to, you know, give them the blueprint of how of how to do it. And now it's up to them whether they listen or don't or don't listen. Um, yeah. You know, and so you'll see the guys who who really you know are successful and really going out and you know you see them getting better, and better. Those are the guys that have listened. You know, so um, it's it's fun. It's fun. You know, it's fun to see them notice they're getting better and so um they're like coach i know that that move we worked on man like that it worked it worked in the game yeah. it worked in practice yeah. you know and like it's because you work on it because you listen you know so it's 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 always fun to really uh to really see the guys grow and i remember with anthony the thing he was really good at when he got here was fouling. He was really good at that. I think, he was, ter- I think he was first in the country. He, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was terrific. He couldn't come in and without fouling people immediately. Yeah, he got physical. But to show you how it transformed his game uh, with you guys working with him uh, at the end, he, he was a tremendous defender and rebounder, and the fouls just – he just didn't have much foul well, trouble. He, 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 said, uh, he said the refs are soft. So that's why. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> that's why. Well, you know, okay. He's, he's <laughs> well, the number one in the country. They're still going to be calling the same call. So you, you have to adjust. I realize that that's might hilarious. be true. I'm not going to argue that point. Well, the but. refs might be soft. I'm not going to say we haven't had our fun against the Ohio Valley Conference referees, uh, some of the paychecks that they get. But it's funny. Um, I, hate, I I always thought it wasn't for me the fouling so much as I felt like every time Anthony got out on the floor that first year, Barton CC, is that where he was from? Yeah. Yeah, every time he got on the floor, it was a damn illegal screen. Yeah. It's yeah. like, just set your feet. Yeah. Just Anthony, come on, set your feet. And I know he was trying to peel. He want, he was ready to rock the rim. He's ready to catch a pass, kick it to the lane, you know, reverse, ball reversal. Those are things going on in his head. But it's like, man, you got to – there is a process – Set the feet first, then come off the peel. I say these things, and I'm just a lump of crap on the on the on the bench watching a game, writing about the team. But every time he would get an illegal screen, I was just like, "Get this man out of here!" Well, you always know he'd, you know, because you'd see Matt over there just hold his hands out, like, you know, "Hey, you did it." We've so told you know, you. Told we told you. you. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know when it's going to set in between your ears, but it, but it did. You know, early oh on, gosh. it was rough, but. I, to I, see what he made, and, the, and then the thing that really impressed me comes back from the devastating injury. Yeah, 
and the way he worked. Eric Frederick told me he, he, he'll he never have anyone work harder than him to get better, and that's just his work ethic. That's the rehab, on the court, everything. I've never – I've been doing this now 11 years. I've never coached anybody that works harder Wow. than, than he did. Hmm. And those, those guys, the jaws are tough to find, but that kind of guy is tough to find right. too, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it's crazy to think. I mean, because I know there are guys like Stark, you know, and they were in there shooting threes, Miller shooting threes, guys after practice, guys after games, shooting, 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 working, working, working. To hear you say that nobody's worked harder, and I'm not yeah. – I know you're not slighting anybody. I mean, Ja worked hard, but somebody that had to work that hard to do what he was doing to maximize his effort at all times, he probably was the guy to do that. No question. And I, I, I'll say I, – I guess what I meant by that is – in live play. Sure, right. On both sides of the floor. Like, Stark probably lived in the gym. Mm-hmm. He was in there three or four times a day. He's got a camp coming up for kids that he's, yeah, they're going to yeah, live in the we're gym. Excited, we're excited for him. Um, but, you know, he, he, I know on road games, on road games, he'd have great games too. But he'd be there at 8 in the morning next morning every time. The thing about it for me, and I want to see if you've got a memory as well here, any game, any player, whatever. And mine is revolving around Anthony. In my six years, I've seen some special moments out of Terrell, Josh, Shaq, so on and so forth. Always looking for the X factor uh, in a game and who does different things. Uh, one of my all-time favorite performances to even write about uh, was Anthony, 17-11 and 11 at home. In the final home game of his career with the championship on the line, he had an injury behind him. He had ter- Terry Taylor in front of him, who hadn't been held to anything less than about 11 points and 10 rebounds. The double-double machine deservedly, you know, deserves all the accolades and the and the focus. And Anthony holds him to a season-low nine points. Mm-hmm. I know it's a team effort, and, and I've talked. We have talked about it a lot on this show. That is absolutely a stat line that I will remember maybe forever. To with all of that on the line. I mean, it wasn't just some innocuous game. Right. You had to win that game. No question. And he he got it done for you. I feel like that stat line for me just sticks out as an ultimate warrior, we will not lose this game type of mentality. I, I don't know if you agree or if you even have a stat line that's even like that. No, I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's an elite performance. And, you know, he's he worked hard for it, you know, all year. You know, he know – I mean, there in this game um, – you know, you want guys who are gonna what do they say foxhole guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and you are you always oh, like know that. who's with you. Um, I don't know if I've ever know. heard that. Oh, that's an old one. Oh, I like that. It's an oldie but a goodie. I'm bringing it in. <laughs> yeah. I like that. You know, uh, you know what you're gonna get out of him every day. Not not in terms of production, but just um, you know he's gonna fight. He's gonna he's gonna battle. He's gonna play hard. Um, you know, you know all those things. Now, when he gets seventeen, eleven, that's a plus. Sure. You know, that's a plus on top of, you know, holding him to to nine. But, you know, that's. I mean, I agree. I agree with you. I want to talk a bit about this past season. It wasn't the season from a record standpoint that you wanted. Yet there was some. I mean, pound Austin P. And I thought, man, we we may just may be a two team race this year. And then yeah. there were ups and downs. But before I get to the questions with you, for me, 
it was one of the worst years I've ever had. It had nothing to do with the record, just being isolated from the team. You know, we're not on the bus. Don't get to hang out with you guys, talk with you. These are the you talk about assistant coaches. Well, Matt, you know, he, he's in bed probably by you know ten minutes after we get back to the hotel. He's going to kill me for this. But uh, but anyway, you have these co- coaches. You know, we're doing work for the radio the station. Yeah, I can say what I want. Pick <laughs> uh, the radio station. Uh, the, the, a lot of work I got to do. These guys are up like two, three in the morning. Oh yeah, looking at film, getting ready for the next game. Things didn't go well what can we adjust to can't tell you the number of times i've checked into a hotel yeah. late just being the last guy off press row yeah these guys have already got film fired yeah. up for the next three games so i mean it's Jesus. they're busted and we didn't get to see didn't get to experience any of that this year the new guys they didn't know any of them. no relationships if, if uh if the the new ones had shown up at the doors that we play for the racers here at the radio station like really <laughs> before i'd seen them play i wouldn't have even known it super uh you guys had no summer to work with the new players yeah. i i have a feeling that had an impact just just kind of take me through a little bit i don't want to pound and pound on the on the season as a whole but uh just a little bit about uh Maybe some of the reasons what we saw happen. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I'm not into excuse making either, but you know, it, it's reality. Um, you know, the the no summer hurt us. You know, especially with bringing new uh, six new guys in. Um, I think uh, you know we missed all of October really. You know, with COVID, COVID um, related uh, issues. Um, you know, so. The chemistry, the chemistry hurt us. Um, the chemistry hurt us. Um, I think, uh, you know, and then you know we get rolling some. We win a few games, and then you know it would, we drop one, and you know it's just the connection wasn't there like it usually is. Um, and you know we had to be isolated from each other, you know, a lot. Sure. So the team building uh, stuff that we always do, um, you know, throughout the summer, throughout the fall um we couldn't do it we couldn't do it and so you know the closeness of our group the closeness of our staff to our players wasn't as close as it has been in years and that's a big factor in winning sure i agree a big factor i can just tell you as a as a reporter i mean on the job off the job whatever it was just very um i think dave winder used the word antiseptic and I think that's a good word, actually, because I think I spent a lot of time just hanging out with him up on the top. I mean, we couldn't even get – I mean, it was all Zoom, all recording, all telephone. And it, it's great that we were even able to do those things. It's great that we got to get a basketball season. I'm not against any of that. It's just if I had to take one over the other, it's a very easy answer for me, which one's better, being on press row, closer to the situation, uh, hearing the sounds, smelling the smells, seeing the people – uh, good or bad, winning or losing. Right. This is not about even winning or losing. It just was not the same dynamic. It was a very um, static feel to me, I think, is is maybe what I – it just didn't right. feel organic right. at all. I just kind of going through the motions and winning and losing. If you won, that's great. If you lost, whatever. I mean, I don't mean that like that sounds. It just felt really strange to me. It didn't feel – it didn't feel real at times. Right. I think <laughs> robotic. It's it's so funny. I mean, it's not funny, but like, um, you know, I I never got um, COVID, but I was out twice with contact tracing. Oh, <laughs> you know, right, so was, uh, right. Was, Same uh, effect, pretty much, in terms right. of the impact on what you do. Right, and so, you know, I'm, I, you know, 
I knew I didn't have it. I tested negative, but I still had to stay away. I was sometimes I was in the stands yelling at them in practice, <laughs> right? <laughs> a, a stand, trying to stay away from the team. Megaphone, you know, but yeah. hello. Um, you know, so it, it was just it was just tough. Um, you know, it was tough for me personally because you know I, my daughter was born in October, so not knowing the the complications of COVID, sure, with, with a newborn. Yeah. You know, I tried to stay away from the guys as much as I could. Yeah. Too. Um, you know, so I was, you know, October, you know, we were, we weren't practicing. So it happened like she was born on the 10th and we weren't even practicing then. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of like, I guess for me, it was kind of like a blessing because I wasn't around anybody, you know, to, to pass anything on to a newborn. Um, but uh, it was it was hard. It was hard. It was hard for me. All right. I guess last couple of questions for you before you head on out. You said you're headed to – you're going to be back and forth a lot. Yeah, I'm going to be back and forth um, um, throughout. You know, i got to be out by June. So I'll be back and forth, uh, you know, visiting with people and, you know, hanging out some. And, you know. You've already had to turn the gear in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep some of it. I think I might earn some some of the <laughs> some of the some rings. Of those, some of those shirts. Well, that stuff. Yeah, that no, never the rings. Yeah, never the rings. The blue and gold. Them. I know Matt. He gave all his away and stuff, and then uh, <laughs> going to Louisiana Tech. And then, oops, true. Can I get that back? I kind of needed. What back. an Indian giver. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to even use that term, but so, it's just funny. It's just what you say. It's just it, it is what it is. It he did have to go back and wrangle it all back. But guys, well, I was just kidding. I don't know if he. Forty-eight that, hours later, he probably went and got all new gear. I don't know, probably so. <laughs> As a head so. coach, you but you got to buy all new colors yeah. out there. I uh, probably don't have, considering the OVC, not a lot of red in the closet, right? No question. Is not, there not right? a lot of red? Yeah, <laughs> no Austin P. SIUE. SIUE. Yeah, no. Jacksonville State. No. Dunya, they're out of here, exactly. but still, like you had that red there. So Matt doesn't listen. So the inside scoop: Who's taking your place? Who we got? I have no idea. Yeah. Darn. I thought we were going to get a scoop. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I knew I knew it was going to be a, a tough question. That, that's the um, Well, he yeah. just said I don't know. Well, yeah. Hey, yeah. This is probably the only reason why you guys had me up here. That was the whole thing. <laughs> not at so all. This, this is a but. I'm just going to no, race. We are now. not no. no I'm, I'm we have kidding. a total 30 listeners. <laughs> to the 30 listeners out there, we do appreciate your time and effort. Um, for those who inquired, we try to have a lot of fun with it. Neil and I have been doing this podcast for six years now almost, mm-hmm. uh, but it's never – this iteration is relatively new. Uh, lucky, luckily enough, Neil, <laughs> for some strange reason, thought I had some sort of intelligence to offer minimal effort to uh, his radio show when I was at the Paducah Sun. Uh, now that I am, uh, I guess, ungainfully employed, uh, it's been a lot of fun to kind We're of We're trying to change it, though. Yeah, yeah, one day at a time, one day at a time, mm-hmm. but uh, – uh, Coach, we appreciate your time. Uh, last couple of questions for you uh, before we let you get out of here. Uh, what can you tell us? You know, obviously you did play a small key part. I know it's no longer your team, but you do know these guys. What can you tell us about uh, what's coming in for next season? Uh, obviously, Neil and I have already reported on guys like Trey Hannibal, Elijah Farr from Olney, uh, Carter Collins, and um, – uh, DJ Burns just recently this week. You know, what can you tell us about, you know, just some of the new faces that maybe the racer fans and the racer, you know, faithful will see uh, next season? Um, well, since, I, since I'm not here anymore, I can brag. I can brag. and Sure. You know, I can be, uh, you know, I have to be 
politically correct. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, mm. there you go. Or, or give you or give you coach talk. Like yeah, that. right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little nugget after that. Because awesome. I'll, I'll tell you why the, this podcast, let him go. the name of this podcast even exists, and okay. then we'll let you get out of here. Um, you know, I'm excited. Um, even when I was here, I was, exci- I was excited about, you know, Carter Collins, you know, was the first one. I'll start with him. Um, you know, he, you know, combo guard at Davidson the last two years, you know, for a good team. A yep. good team in, in the Atlantic 10, which is a really good conference, um, in a double-digit scorer and, you know, good passer. Um, very smart, um, very smart player. Um, and another guy that, you know, we had recruited out of high school. Um, so, you know, he, him coming here, his, his, his recruitment was pretty easy. You know, it's one of the strangest things I've I've ever seen. Well, he was part of the 2017 class that had Josh, Shaq, and Tevin. Yeah. Where where was the room right. to get him on here? Even if you had wanted him, it would have been great. But where does right. he fit? Um, you know, so he we called we called uh, I think it was a Sunday morning. We called him on a Sunday morning and talked to him, you know, pretty much all day, and he was excited parents it's like coach hey we're staying out of this this is his decision sure um he committed sunday night wow that is easy <laughs> you know and so he can even he, he kind of knew and you know now looking at the looking at the market the transfers and stuff and you know to see him where guys are going by the numbers they're averaging yeah that's a huge get mm-hmm. huge you know you see guys that are you know oh you guys like, be vanderbilt for him yeah, like, uh, you know, there's been guys going in conference um, in other in other conferences, average five points a game. They're going to a better school in their conference. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's a good uh, it's a good get. And then, you know, Hannibal, um, you know, sixth, seventh man on the SEC team, um, you know, six a game. And, you know, he's athletic. He's physical. He's tough. Um, as I like to say, he's a goon. <laughs> he's a goon. Did I read so. correctly that he's six three two hundred? Yeah, he's a big guy. He's yeah, a big that's guy. a problem. He's a big guy. Yeah, that's a um, good size for the OVC. And so, you know, he's going to come in and defend. He's going to come in and get to the rim, put pressure on the rim. He can make a shot. Um, that's not, you know, usually what what he does, but um, he can make it if he's open. Um, but he's going to be another guy that. You know, can handle the ball, can you know make plays off the bounce, um, and can you know help help guard the other team's best guards. Um, and then uh, Elijah Farr is a versatile, um, you know, strong, physical uh, four man. Um, probably could play some five here in a pinch if you want to go smaller, um, but can shoot the three, can post, uh, can drive it from the perimeter. He's a, he's a versatile guy. Um, so. You know, you add the, you add those three. Um, you know, DJ Burns. You know, I I, I remember seeing him out of high school. Um, um, you know, I saw his numbers at Southern. I have a friend at Southern who I grew up with um, back in Virginia. He's a he's a coach at Southern, and he raves he raved about that kid. You know, brings toughness. Um, you know, he's got some versatility. He's, you know, coachable, all that stuff. Average one point eight offensive rebounds his freshman yeah. year. All the things that you need that you might you might people people that 
don't know the ins and outs of college basketball that are valuable to a team. Um, so, you know, you add those four guys with obviously Tevin Brown, uh, KJ Williams, who both are first team all conference guys. Um, you know, going through spring workouts, and I know it's spring and there's no adversity yet, but the guys have looked a lot better. Um, you know, uh, watching Justice Hill, he's gotten he's gotten better. Um, Daquan Smith has gotten better. Um, you know, Deontay Bostic is shooting the ball better. Jackson Silva has gotten better. Nick McMullen is, is starting to, is starting to figure some things out. So, um, you add you add those guys with the current guys who are bought in, you know, to to help and bring back a championship. And you got something. You got something, you know. And I think one of those guys will be. I don't know which one. One of those guys will be your third all uh, first team all team. Your your third all conference guy. And usually when you got three. Yeah. You win when you got three. You win something big. You win something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm excited for 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 Coach McMahon and, and all those guys. I think they'll I think they'll win the league. I think they'll win the league. I think you know you got a lot back. Guys have a different mindset. You know they saw they saw this year and they didn't like it either, um, and so they want to change it. You coming to play at Murray State? You stole my question. Oh, I did? Yeah, it's totally fine. You take um, it. It rarely happens. We don't see that much. We don't. I'd love to Coaches see Coaches just, for whatever reason, they don't like coaching against. I don't know about this assistant. year, but, but it could be okay. a possibility in the future. We'll talk about it. All right. Yeah, because yeah, we'll I keep hearing the schedule is pretty close. If you bounce back some of the games that were missed from this past season, just in my head, I can think off the top of my head, maybe you can love to correct me if I'm wrong here. If I'm not mistaken, you were supposed to play Chattanooga when the Hall of Fame class was yes, supposed to be yes, in place. Yes, yes. At some point, Auburn's got to be in there because they're the two for one. Memphis was on until it wasn't, yeah. you know, and that's that. I have to think that's a fairly frequent thing as long as Jaws in Memphis, which I call would probably going to be a while, mm-hmm. you know. And so there's three games right away that we didn't see. Um, we keep seeing Florida. As a possible game this next year, I, you know. I what? wonder if that's changing I, now. I saw that. I saw that when I, my brother was still in Florida. Official, and I was here still, yeah. And official I was still here, and I text him. I said, "Are we playing, y'all?" He said, "Bro, that's news to me." <laughs> Is that right? So, okay. Well, I wonder. I, I just saw. I don't know. I, right. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. But. It was, a, it was a, their beat reporters who reported it, but I don't know where he got it. I don't know where he got it either. Maybe it was, it was their version contract. of Ed, so that gives well, you everything us, you need to know. Yeah, neither of us who were on staff knew anything about it. So okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's fine. I, I I mean, either way, I had heard that, I mean, we've seen that that's a, a relative possibility. All I did was retweet and say, man, if this is true, yeah. it would be a great game. It would be cool oh, yeah. for the yeah. racers to go down to Gainesville and go to the Swamp. How far is Radford from here? So if we had to go on a bus, how long is it going to take us to get there? Seven and a half. Okay, all right. Pretty long trip. Yeah, on a bus. Long, long trip. Six Doable. is six is my ass is killing me. Uh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> so that's but that's it. Anything over that is so like, the ninety oh, minutes can't. after you just like I just don't feel yeah, my ass yeah, anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. It, it starts to kind of get to you. The six hours is about all you can handle. It, when you're talking about politically correct, the name of this podcast isn't even politically correct. Now we don't think the officials of Belmont have gotten upset about it yet. We don't necessarily they think don't. they care. Uh, <laughs> but the reason, yeah, yeah, you get yeah, it. I know, I know yeah, that. the reason yeah. our 
podcast, <laughs> the reason my website is called For Those Who Inquired is uh, Neil and I started trying to brainstorm a, a, a fairly official, non-official fun name that people could maybe attach themselves to uh, that's somewhat journalist, has some journalistic integrity. And, uh, you know, we took a real liking to that tweet we after the 2019 OVC Championship. <laughs> we knew what Belmont was trying to do, and I'm not trying to take anything away from it. They're making their pitch. For those who inquired, Nick Mazinski didn't play in the OVC Championship. Well, for those who inquired, John Morant had a bum ankle against Belmont uh, two minutes into the game here down in Murray. So, you know, uh, they got into the tournament, won a game. It was great. Murray State got in the tournament, won a game. It was great. Both teams had great second-round games. That, we've digressed, but that is why we have for those who inquired. I like it. And like, keep uh, that going. I'll die. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a blog that uh, I, you know, one or two people read, and I appreciate it. Uh, that's called "For Those Who Inquired," and of course, this podcast. However long Neil and I can stand to touch. Shane, you have Instagram, right? I do. All right, I I do. You have one request since I'm not going to get to watch your daughter grow up. I expect a few pictures on there to, you know, like, let's, okay, we got to keep up. Okay. See, we can't be in Radford every five yeah, minutes. Yeah, we can't, can't be there very much, so it's up to you. I'm going to put that. Uh, you have to tell your wife, you know, hey, we, we've got to do something she's for Neil not, here. She's not uh, high on. She uh, doesn't have to do the social media. She has to gets the pictures to your I phone guess. so you can upload. Yeah. One right. one every once in a while. Yeah, one every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe one a year. Because I, I, I love watching how – I like seeing it occasionally because sometimes I run into assistants and it's like, who's that guy next to you? It's like, this is – like with Scott Edgar, this is little Scott. It's like, what? No. No, he's this tall. Yeah. Like, no, actually, he's 6'3". No, he's an well, adult now. Like, yeah. So it we'll doesn't do. surprise me as much if we'll I can kind of watch with some photos. We'll do. I'll do that. All right. Good deal. Shane, we appreciate your time, man. As always, uh, Neil and I, obviously, some other subjects we're going to talk about. We don't want to bore you to death with them. We'll let you get back to your family. And, uh, hey, God bless. Good luck, man. It's going to be a lot of fun watching you guys at Radford. And, uh who knows, man? Maybe you'll, the ma- you'll be the mayor of Radford someday. <laughs> I want to see him dancing in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I love say, it. Oh, yeah. I'm hey, going to watch out. Look, the Blame. that conference, I, I well, we could talk about that for just even a second, too. That conference is terrific. Uh, yeah. uh, outside of Winthrop. It's uh, wide open. It's wide open. You know, uh, it, you think, you know, the last few years it's been Radford, it's been Winthrop. Um, you know, so we're just trying to continue on what Coach Jones has built and try to try to keep it rolling. He left you a note. Left my brother a note. Yeah, left le- yeah left your brother a note. Left your family a note. I loved seeing it because he was like, "Well, this is gonna be really awkward if you're not the coach." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well. You know what? Mike Jones recruited my brother. You know, so he he wants to see him do well. He yeah. recruited him uh, when he was at Richmond, and then when he was at West Virginia, my brother has to, went to West Virginia, and he left. To go to Georgia, I think it was. Gotcha. Okay. Richmond Spiders. All right. Well, Shane, we appreciate the time, man. Appreciate Thanks a lot. Good luck. luck. Thanks, guys. I'm glad Shane was able to come in and join us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was absolutely awesome to see him. Great to see him. You know, it's tough. You know, it's tough for me. I've I've talked to him, yeah, so much just over the last six or seven years. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need some other inside sources, Neil. I know. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I want to talk a little bit about that though. I, Shane has been nothing but professional with me. Um, I don't really like to say that I have inside sources or don't have inside sources. I've never considered it that way. I don't want to meddle where I don't belong. But I also like knowing intricate details about specific situations and specific individuals. And uh, he's been nothing but professional, if not courteous, and uh, has given me a lot of insight on how to understand college basketball, not just with Murray State, uh, but also with uh, 
college basketball and how it works in general not just at the mid-major level but the game itself uh, and it's made me kind of open my eyes a little bit more on what certain statistics mean what certain things about the game mean not just to a reporter but to the casual viewer yeah it's i'm gonna miss him uh i when you're on the bus with the guys and all wasn't this year but uh, we have the late nights on road games when we have these, especially these rollover road trips Thursday, Saturday. Get to see a lot of them uh, and, and really enjoy their company. I'll certainly miss him, but opportunity couldn't pass up. So uh, I certainly want to wish him the best. Hey, are we, are we doing two podcasts next week or just the one? You know, we'll just have to wait and see what news breaks. That's that the crazy right? thing that happened this week is the, you know, the Shane announcement happened. And, uh, you know, I was lucky enough. Shane was in town. He's going to be in town for a little while, as he told us. Uh, he's going to be catching up with some folks, getting packed up got to get ready to go and um yeah i i don't know I, if we have more crazy breaking news next week well, maybe but maybe not i think this will go a long way in keeping casey long and tim kane at murray state yeah because they figure oh my god if we have to go on that show if we leave we're just staying yeah no matter what yeah because i mean they'll get exit interviews too and they're yeah. not going to want to hell they're not going to want to do this they're not going to do they, they'll think this is part of it yeah so this is, this is actually part of their contract help, it's going to help matt yeah so Thanks. You're welcome, Matt. Yeah, you're Every, welcome. Everything we you're do. welcome, Murray State men's basketball coaching staff. The longer you stay, <laughs> the longer you stay away from For Those Who Inquire. There you go. That's it. <laughs> no one inquires when we don't bring you on the podcast. That's right. Neil, it's been fun, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate our listeners. Thanks again, and uh, we'll talk soon.